Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. I'm the big man, he's the juice, and this is the Cheap Seats Podcast. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Uh, Not much. You know, when we first started this show, we were like worried. We were we kept looking at each other and saying, "Well, what are what are we gonna do on on weeks where we don't have much news? What are we gonna do on weeks of we don't have much to talk about?" You know? Oh God! You remember that? Yeah. It's this ain't one of them weeks. No, this definitely ain't (laughs) one of those weeks. We got a a huge show this week. Uh, uh, A lot of news. We're gonna be covering. well, not only we're going to cover news time with a lot of headline news, uh, we're going to do our one for the money. Uh, we're going to preview the uh, playoffs in the NFL, and we're also going to uh, preview the uh, national championship game. Uh, so let's get right into it. Uh, you guys shout out? Uh, well, I'm going to shout out the listeners that listen to this all the way through. Like I said, y'all need to just buckle up, buckle in, be safe. And just get ready, because I got some opinions coming. Get comfortable. Yeah, get comfy. You're going to be here a minute. Let's Grab chill a beer. Out. Uh, let's do this. Uh, all right, well, I got a couple of little shout-outs real quick. Uh, let's hear them. I want to shout-out to you guys for coming over uh, last Friday night. Uh, you and uh, our good friend Special K and uh, Bo and uh, we'll just Little J. Yeah, uh, yeah. Had a good time. Uh, yeah, good, good food, good alcohol. Uh, I ain't going to say anything. I I was proud of myself. I did not get wasted. <laughs> um, but I also want to shout out the Ohio State University football team. The Buckeyes prevailed against Clemson. And the Cleveland Browns prevailed against the Steelers, even though it was second string. But um, after a 17-year hiatus, Cleveland returns to the playoffs. So I got my Buckeyes and Browns yeah. both in postseason play right now. Yeah. So um, Should be good for Ohioans right now, right? Yeah, 2021 has been uh, good for Ohio right now, <laughs> good for myself. So look, let's keep it going. Uh, we say we get a news time there. News, fresh news, news time. <laughs> I love that every week. <laughs> All right. Uh, what you got first? Okay. First off, uh, sources say, sources, Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson's uh, relationship is uh, broken beyond repair and that, that quarterback plans to ask for a trade. Um, so, my opinion on this is basically – that it probably should be um, if you're Carson Wentz. Like, I know we sat here and talked about his confidence looks shot. He wasn't playing very well. So, as well, so as, as from Doug Peterson's perspective, you almost have to make a move and try to win some games, right? Right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean, it probably should be. But I also like to – and I would love to know where these, who these sources are. Right. Yeah. Because it, that's a big thing. Is like who's I don't saying think, it. I don't think why. it's going to be anybody from the Howie Roseman, the front office. Right. Anybody from the Phillies organization is not going to come out. Right. I imagine making Philly look bad. I imagine it's from uh, Wentz's. Yeah. Camp. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
what do you think of uh, what's your make on Peterson's call for uh, Poe and Jalen Hurts in the fourth quarter when they're only down three points? Um, uh, and Peterson said, and I quote, he was playing to win, but he would. He but you're playing with your a, third stringer. He also played a third stringer. He right. also, if he planned to win, he wouldn't have had these other players out in the first place uh, playing. Uh, what he did was just, I mean, I'll say it best. Well, I'll tell you who said it best was uh, um, the Giants head coach, Joe Judge. He said, you know, his team would never disrespect the game like that. And, you know, he – he not only disrespected the game, he disrespected his players by doing that, I believe. You know, these, these players are sacrificing so much. Everybody sacrificed, especially this season. Right. Um, and for him to do that, that's pretty shitty. I, I hated this. Um, I do believe, um, and I'll kind of quote McAfee a little bit. Um, he basically said that, this is, I mean, it is, it's garbage, but I don't think it would have been as big of headlines if it hadn't been the end of the season and the implication behind it too. With, with right, if Philly would have won that game, the Giants would have made a playoff. Right, but if you're Philly, you'd give a fuck less whether right. it's New York or Washington. Right, but the fact that it was prime time. This is Sunday night football. Yeah. This is the last week of the regular season. Of course, yeah. I think it's... Last game of the regular season. Of course, there's going to be a huge overreaction to it. Yeah. If that, it happened in the middle of the season, maybe not. But yeah, but it, still. It, it's it's much bigger headlines due to that. You know, right. If this game was played at four or even at one, if it was on one of the one o'clock It would still make headlines. Yeah, but, but not big, bigger. No, probably not. But I still think, you know, what Doug Peterson did. You know, if he would have came out and said, look, you know, I put Suckfield in. You know, I want I want to evaluate him. I, I know our team was losing. Um, we sat our players anyways. Um, this is time for us to evaluate other other players. My question and, is, what the hell were you evaluating? I you got me. I have no clue. He's the third string quarterback for a reason. Yeah. Do you do you think he's going to overtake Jalen Hurts next year if you move if you if that's your guy that you're going with going forward? Yeah. I mean, if you're wanting an evaluation, why would you not want a bigger evaluation on your fucking starter? Right, right. That's, I mean, that's what I'd want. I mean, why would you not want more game reps for your starter? So, here's the big question for you: um, is, Does Wentz return next season with Philadelphia? Uh, I doubt it. Uh, you know, the owner's on the hook. The franchise's on the hook for 150 uh, million. Period. The, the last thing I heard was that to make it easier for Philly to move him, that Wentz would consider with the right contract. with the right situation paying Philly back twenty million. And then when he was traded, his contract would be restructured, but with a twenty million dollar bonus. Right. That way he gets that twenty million that he paid Philly back. Right. He still gets it he, back. He still gets it back. I don't know if if he's willing to restructure the yearly salary or whatever, but that would make it easier for Philly well, to move him. Your your next que next question for you would be, uh, what's the most logical place he would go? I say, I say Indianapolis. He, I mean, Frank Reich was his you know quarterback coach during his MVP caliber season. I've uh, heard a lot of Indianapolis. And if 
depending on what Rivers does. Uh, I, I think Rivers is retiring. I hope he does. He's uh, got. He's already. You. You. I can't remember the the name of the show. There was a TV series. Um, I was probably in high school when it came out. Uh huh. But it it covered Hoover football in Alabama. Uh-huh. Did you ever see this? I'm not. I don't. They covered like did. one season, and and like Hoover's like a huge school in Alabama. Yeah, I've heard like, of them. I I don't think I've watched it. I, I if I have watched it, I don't remember. That's been a while ago. Yeah, yeah. A, I mean, I yeah. This year is my ten year on graduation, so yeah. it's been at least ten years. It, I'm pretty sure it's been longer than that. So you're talking like tw- probably twelve years ago. This show come out, but uh, anyways, did you know that? Rivers is whenever he retires and wants it, he is the head coach. The head at Hoover. coach of that, yeah, I I knew that when he retired. Yeah, it, it's his job and waiting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I knew that. So I, I, know, I mean, he's already you know, got I that. Realized it was that school. Yeah, but I knew it was a high school school. Yeah, it's it's that school, and I'm almost positive he has a standing offer to do TV. I didn't know. I didn't hear that. I know Drew Brees. Drew, yeah, yeah, I know Breeze is good. NBC, I think. Yeah, I believe. Uh, yeah, he's uh, to go to a broadcast, right? But uh, I'm almost positive Phil's got some kind of deal that, or some network has said that they would be interested in Phil. So I mean, he's he's already got options to do whatever he wants to do, basically. Um, and so I I do think Phil retires. Okay. Uh, Oh, uh, yeah, I mean... And I don't think Stafford comes back from Detroit either. No. So, Detroit... So, well, I I don't think Stafford returns to Detroit. What about uh, New I'm, York? They both got to be traded to Wentz or Stafford or Chicago. I, I think Stafford would look uh, great in Chicago myself. I like Stafford in Indianapolis, too. I like him in... But in Stafford Indy. doesn't have the connections. Stafford doesn't have the connections that Wentz does in right. Indianapolis. right. You know, I think Indianapolis probably is the. I think uh, Chicago would be a good fit for Wentz as well. I think uh, you know Nagy runs uh, a similar system. He comes from the you know same same cloth as Doug Peterson. He comes you know he comes from Andy Reid. So right, you know I I don't think it would be a bad fit Chicago for Wentz. I'm trying to think of anybody else that might be in the quarterback market. Detroit. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned Detroit. I think New England. Yeah, would be another one that I could. I don't think know how much. Hand. I don't know how much New England's cap is. I think it frees up way more than what they were this year, but I don't know. And depending on what the Forty ers do with uh, Jimmy G, uh, the Forty ers could be, you know, in the market for a QB like Wentz or uh, Matthew Stafford. Maybe I think. Possibly. I'm not I think if Sam Fran moves on, I think they look to the draft first. And I don't think, think Wentz is going to make it to the draft. No, I think when, I think if Wentz will be traded, it'll be traded before the draft. Yeah, I don't he's think. he's going to count for, uh, I believe he's due a $10 million roster bonus um, yeah. um, in March, early March, whenever the, the new year starts. Um, and then he uh, also has another uh, – roster bonus that he gets in may so it'll it'll have to be either before march or may if, yeah. if, if anything i think something's but i mean i don't know how you i don't know how you bring Wentz back right either All so right. well let's move on uh 
The University of Texas hires uh, Steve Sarkeesian as their new head coach. Um, is that better than Tom Herman? Probably not. I mean, it mainly depends on whether you can get along with that board of council right, or whatever that Texas has. Right. I think that's part of. I think that was Herman's biggest problem. 15, they're paying him top fifteen salary. Actually, they're paying him like five point three four million a year. Um, I just seen the the terms of it today. Uh, but really, are you getting any better with Sarkeesian? Sark? Yeah, I mean. It's just, I mean, they're both offensive guys. Yeah, you know, maybe Sarkeesian's going to bring in a little more discipline coming from, you know, Saban. Right. But uh, I don't know. Possibly. I think the big, I think they're very similar coaches, which I loved this hire when Texas made it. The, the, Tom Herman? Yes. You're right. Yeah, I love the Herman hire. So, I mean, you're, the biggest problem is you're trying to keep up with Oklahoma. I really like Charlie Strong higher when they hired him. Um, right, but it, as as of right now, right. you're trying to keep up with Lincoln Riley yeah. and Oklahoma. And you need an offensive So you, you've got to hire somebody that's right. from the offensive side of the ball. I think Shark was probably one of the better candidates from it if you're not trying to pluck an existing head coach from somewhere else, yeah, which is probably the route I would have went because I'm Texas and I, I know they were it. trying to uh, woo uh, Nick or not Nick Saban. I'm sorry, Urban Meyer out of retirement, and that fell through. Uh, Urban I... Meyer's commanding uh, high dollar, and yeah. I think he's gonna pos- if he goes back coaching, it's possibly gonna be at the NFL ranks. Yeah, I think that's the only way he goes. Yeah. But I think uh, I heard also that they tried to. Uh, or they showed interest in Lane Kiffin as well. Right. And Old Miss gave him like an extra two years and, and whatever. Yeah. To... That, that's why we talked about this, Auburn. Um, you know, that's probably why Auburn didn't go yeah. after him. Auburn, I think Auburn did. That was part of – they right. were another one. He was rumored for it and he was rumored for Texas and, old, and old, he got more money out of Old Miss. All right. Basically, but I don't – if I'm Texas, I would have went after an existing head coach. All right. Well, look, yeah, I probably would have too. Um, Alabama uh, wide receiver uh, Devontae Smith has uh, won the Heisman Trophy. I love this. I did. I, 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 I told I, you when I was over here for the semifinals that I thought he should, but I didn't think they would give it to him. Because, because it's usually a quarterback award. Yeah, it's right. a quarterback I, award. I agree with that. And even before that, if a quarterback doesn't win it, it's been a running back. The last one to win it at wide receiver was Desmond Howard. Right. Yeah, that's true. I was, so, I was wondering about that. Well, you have running back, and then you have uh, even a defensive back won it before another wide yeah. receiver in uh, Woodson. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, – so I really didn't think they would do it, but they did it, and I'm ecstatic about it because I do believe that he was the best player this year. I went back and I looked at his numbers, and he, you know, he led all major categories: receptions, yeah. yards, touchdowns. I mean, he he's had it all. Did you realize he wasn't even the number one receiver at I know. Alabama? That's crazy. At the beginning of the year. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Like yep. we've talked about wide receiver, you kind of developing down there. Yeah, they. They've had some wide receivers come in, I mean, the last few years, 
and it's it's been a factory here. And that blows my mind too, because when you think of receivers, especially super talented ones, you think of flamboyant personalities, and, and they're not. And these and, guys coming yeah. out of there, Julio Jones, he's not a diva. No, these Ridley's guys not a diva. No, none of these guys are, and they're completely. Cooper's not a diva. He, you know, he's. He just, you know, he wants the ball, but no, he's, he's quiet. Yeah, he's quiet. Yeah, I mean, these guys, rugs. Like, I haven't heard much out of rugs. No, and all these guys, you can tell that because they're agreeing to go play for Nick Saban. Right. That's what's blowing my mind right. about all these guys that are churning out of Alabama. Like these eighteen-year-old kids are agreeing to go down there with him, knowing that he's a strict discipliner. Yeah. And all this stuff, like it just it. But it, he's one of the best. He and is. That's why. It, he is, that's and he puts guys he in gets, the NFL. Right, he puts guys in the NFL. That's That's been the lock on him, and that's what's yeah. going to be the lock on him until he retires. Yeah, so. you know you're going to compete for national championships, and, and you, you know you got a better chance to go to the NFL. Right, because you're going to be on the biggest stage every week, um, and you play in the SEC. You're going to be going against the mm-hmm. best talent every week. So, yeah, I I don't uh, blame the kids for going down there. I don't either. It just, I mean, it, it does. It just blows my mind. Well, Trevor Lawrence, uh, the presumption, uh, the number, number one, one pick. overall pick. He, w- I uh, mean, he officially declares for the twenty twenty one NFL draft. Man, shocker! Yeah, not a not a shock at all. Uh, that is the only thing I don't like about Smith winning the Heisman is I think it's a crying shame that Trevor Lawrence never won one. I know that's crazy. I mean, that's the only thing that I'm like. I'm I'm just thinking of myself. What about Peyton Manning? I don't think he's ever won one. I didn't. I I didn't really get to see Peyton in college. I, I know. I don't think he won one. I think the year that he was up for it, I think Ricky Williams won it. Like I just think like Trevor's one of the best QBs that I can remember in college. Right. Don't you remember Andrew Luck? I do. I Luck do. Was, Luck. Was, or you remember Tim Tebow? I mean, Tim Tebow didn't make a great. NFL quarterback. Right, but but Tebow he won a Heisman. And he was a phenomenal college yeah, quarterback. But, but Tebow won a Heisman. Right. So, like, I just think back, like, and when I'm talking to, you know, like thinking ages down the road when I'm talking to grandkids and whatnot, like, and they're talking about this one and this one and this one. And I'm going to be like, well, I mean, you should have seen Trevor Lawrence and they're going to come back with, yeah. He never even won a Heisman. Yeah. And I'm going to go, yeah, but you should have seen him. Like, what if, and you know, I'll probably do the same thing with Justin Fields. Yeah, you know, if 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 Fields, uh, you know, and I I I really strongly feel he will. I've, yeah. I, um, if Fields pulls off a, a a great game and Ohio State wins, he's gonna be a le- he's gonna be a legend. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I really and he'll declare. I, and I think yeah, he's definitely That's... gonna declare regardless of what happens. Um, he's uh. This kid's a, a true leader and got true grit and toughness. He showed that He's in the Clemson awesome. game. Um, and I think this kid has the ability well, to really. Well, do when something. Dallas lost last week, I called you and said, "Hey," because I was on my way home. Where Where are they picking now? And, and I looked that up. They're at number ten overall. So. Yeah, and I don't think it's they'd have to trade up to get Fields because that was my question: maneuvers. was can I get right. Fields? Like, yeah. all right. Uh, Let's move off of that real quick. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys and uh, Kellen Moore agreed to a contract extension, a multi-year. I did not see what the years of the money was. I'm sure he's getting top dollar as a coordinator. Yeah, probably. Um, but he uh, decided to not join uh, 
Boise State to be their head coach, which I'm surprised by. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, you're the Cowboys fan. How do you feel about? I love you know, him coming Moore. back as offense coordinator. I love Kellen Moore. Okay. Uh, I like Kellen Moore. I like Kellen Moore as a backup quarterback, but yeah, I re- I really like him as an OC. So I I'm ecstatic that he is staying. Uh, but I mean, as far as leaving and joining Boise State, like that's a whole new ball game. So does he? It it's basically showing you that I think he prefers the NFL level because right. he doesn't have to go recruit. Right. Yeah. That's I mean true. that's that's a big one, like for college coaches or for NFL guys jumping down to college is they is having to, to go recruit. recruit. Right. Like it's a almost a three sixty five job down true, there. True, true. Um, all right. Well, some uh milestones happen at the final week of uh the NFL season. Uh, Derrick Henry, he uh, joins the illustrious uh, 2K club, rushing for over yep. 2,000 yards. Um, he uh, was a beast in this game against the Texans. He uh, he finished uh, as the Triple Crown, too, didn't I, he? I think so. Uh, I know he had uh, definitely most yards. Yeah. I'm not sure about touchdowns. I think Alvin Kamara might have him on touchdowns. Uh he definitely has a yards per carry. I'm almost I'm about ninety five percent sure he's got touches. Touches? Yeah. Or touchdowns. Carries. Carries. Hey, I think he does too. I know he was leading carries and yards. Right. Last time I seen yeah. it. Uh I think Dalvin Cook was up there with him with the carries. That um the yardage he wasn't quite there with him. The only guy that was matching him for yards per carry, I think, actually was actually doing better than him, uh, Nick Chubb. Of course, Nick Chubb was out for a, a right. few games, but he still managed to get 1,000 yards. Um, but, yeah, unbelievable. Lamar Jackson becomes the first quarterback with multiple 1,000-yard rushing seasons. Uh, which that ain't no surprise to me. Shocker, That's his bread yeah. and butter. Uh, Vic never did it? I, I I was actually surprised he didn't know he didn't. Huh. He done it once, but he never did it. He, he know, didn't he have did multiple games. No, huh. I, I was surprised by that myself. Yeah, that that does okay. And uh, that surprises me more than Lamar yeah, doing does. it. And finally, the other uh, milestone: uh, Justin Jefferson. He uh, sets the Super Bowl era record for uh, rookie receiving yards in a season. Yeah. Um, you know, who two and three are. This is what blows my mind. Um, I think Moss is one of uh-huh. them, and Calvin Johnson's the other. I think. Yeah, I do. I actually do. You know who four is though? Um, Amari. No, no, it's Chris Carter. Chris Carter. Yeah, Chris Carter. So it's Chris like Car- it's like three of that's the top crazy. four are oh, Minnesota yeah. Vikings. Oh yeah, like, that's crazy. That's crazy. That was, yeah, uh, yeah. Jefferson only. Uh, Trailed. I can't remember his name, but there's one other guy who has like 1,476 yards receiving. It was before the Super Bowl, uh, but that's the only one he trailed. Nobody probably remembers him. Um, I know I can't remember his name, but let's move on. Uh, but that was cool, too. Yeah. Uh, Black Monday uh, has uh, struck passed. again, buddy. Struck again, <laughs> which, you know, we already knew there was already the Texans. Uh, yeah. Atlanta, yep, and uh, Detroit already fired their yep. head coaches, and Jacksonville had fired their GM, so we knew the head coach was going to yeah. be gone. But yeah, three of your head coaches, the Jets fired Adam Gaze, which we knew that was coming. Uh, the Chargers fired Lynn after four seasons. 
Um, even after Anthony Lynn and the Chargers went on a uh, like four-game four win streak. winning streak, yeah. uh, uh, I heard he finally started listening to his analytics department um, a little bit, and they started winning games. But uh, I don't know. I I think it was too little, too late. Too, yeah, definitely too little, too late. I think Lynn's a good coach. Um, I do too, but I think he's a better coordinator than he is a head coach. Do you think he'll uh, get another job as a head coach? Eventually, but he's going to have to go be a coordinator somewhere again. Actually, he was never a coordinator to begin with. He okay. was a running backs coach to begin with. Well, I think he's going to have to go be a coordinator. All right. Then jump back. Like, he's not going to get another head coaching job this offseason. Yeah. Uh, of course, we just talked about it. Jaguars fired uh, Doug Marone. Right. And they're uh, reportedly tied to Urban Meyer. Um, Urban Meyer came out and said it's going to take money to get him to come out. I'm yeah, hearing 12 million a year. Uh, would you give twelve mil a year for a first-time head coach if you're an owner? A first-time NFL head coach. I'm sorry. Never even coached in the NFL. Period. Yeah. Knowing how Urban Meyer uh, takes losses to heart the way he does. If it was Meyer, if it was Meyer, I'd give him three years, twelve mil a year. I give it a short. Yeah. A short-term contract, three years. Yeah, that way I'm not on the hook if he decides he, he can't, can't take it, it right. or I'm not happy with the performance. Like, I don't have to pay him for 10 years. Right. Like, I think that would be, you know, I'd be okay with that. Give him three, give no him, more than four years. Yeah, give him uh, three years and, and 12 mil a year. I think yeah. I'm okay with it. All right. And especially if you're Jacksonville, because if you're Jacksonville, you got to spark some – you got to spark some interest. Like, right. You got to. Yeah. Because so, you know, Jacksonville, we talked about this. Jacksonville is really not that big of a, a football town. Right. Um, so you need a little bit of, you know, that's a little celebrity appeal to so, it, yeah. I guess you could you, say. You you spark some interest. What you do. I mean, what what basically I do if I'm Shad Khan or how do you say his first name? Is it uh, Shad? Or Shad Sh- yeah. Shad Khan. It's, I. That's not a whole name, but yeah, Shotcon. Yeah. Okay, so if I'm Shotcon, I, I turn and I hire Urban, like I said, on a short-term deal. I give him whatever the hell he wants per year, but it's got to be three and, like you said, four tops. Right. And basically what I get there is Gainesville's like an hour away from Jacksonville, I believe. Yeah. I get all of the Florida fans that are still in love with Urban Meyer for bringing – National championships there. Right. I get right. the celebrity appeal of Urban Meyer. True. Then I draft Trevor Lawrence. You got Lawrence as your quarterback. You got some pieces. I've got some pieces. I got a decent defensive pieces. I got Robinson coming off a great rookie season. Right. I still got Alan Hearns, who I think we might have forgot, knows how to play yeah. football at wide receiver. Right. Uh, I, they still got uh, Marquise Lee. I don't know. They might need to get him a couple weapons. Probably at, you do at, at wide receiver, and you can. Uh, you know. I'm sure there'll be some free agents uh, that come out. I'm sure but, there'll be some drafts. Like, there's pieces to be had. I don't hate the Jacksonville job to say. But I like I hate, it. Uh, Jacksonville's just a, not a great location to me. No, um, yeah, and, and I'll save the, it for the offseason. They're just but. not a huge. Uh, fan base and like you know like you said we'll talk about something like that in the off season uh, yeah but i mean you got great weather in jackson right and if you kind of create like a little celebrity type vibe about it and kind of 
maybe turned it into the old USC yeah. with Pete Carroll. True. When he had Snoop Dogg and all those celebrities True. on the sideline. Like, I mean, if he could do that, that would be pretty cool, but it's going to be hard. I mean, I think it, it's it's basic marketing. Yeah. All right. Uh, and Urban and Trevor Lawrence is a pretty good way to start it. Yeah. Uh, the te- or I'm sorry. Denver is deciding to uh, hire a new general manager as John Elway takes an elevator role. Um, I'm not surprised by this. John Elway's. I'm. I'm kind of surprised he's still with them. He's not had the success that he's had since he's had Peyton Manning and and Wade Phillips as his defensive coordinator. I think. Uh, they're just not the same team. I'm sorry. I think Elway's an overrated GM. I think he is, too. Um, I mean, he did draft. Elway's drafted how many damn quarterbacks? He can't draft quarterbacks. He can't. He can't. He, he definitely can't. I'm sorry. He, taking a chance on Peyton Manning. Was the easiest fucking decision you could oh, ever yeah. make. But you know something? I mean, he's been very good at drafting defensive players. He just, uh, when it comes to uh, the offensive side of the ball, he hasn't drafted he great. Sucks. Especially quarterback. I he mean, sucked. He he's lucked in on Every Jerry pick Judy he's made on the, yeah. I mean, Judy's what? Corporate the only one? Sutton. I mean... Judy was a high, you know, highly rated wide receiver coming out anyway. Yeah, you just read the damn headlines right. to draft Judy. You and I could have done that. Uh, uh, Lindsey was undrafted, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was undrafted free agent. So I you couldn't have right. seen that in like the seventh round? Like if you were that damn high on him? But I mean, they still got him. Though. They did, but they got him because he's a Denver kid. Right, right. Uh all right, uh, so the Texans hire their uh, new GM, uh, Nick Casario. Um, if you're not sure who that is, he was uh, the uh, right-hand man assistant to Bill Belichick um, with the New England Patriots. Okay. Uh, I don't really like to hire. I mean, I'd like to see the Texans get away from that New England way. They just had Bill O'Brien in there. Um, I'm just not. I want to see who the head coach is going to be first before I, you know, place a big judgment on this. But if it's another, you know, cut from the cloth New England guy that we've been getting, I don't think I'm going to be sold on it unless, you know, they show me. Probably not. Um, Yeah, I don't know. If he was the right-hand man to Belichick, I like it better as a front office move. That I do is getting another coach from New England. I mean, if you but then you're kind of putting yourself in the position because the NFL is all about connections. And in my opinion, I don't think Bill Belichick's that great of a general manager. I mean, I think he is. I think there's some aspects to his stuff that he's good, but he's you know he's bad at you know. If you look at his first round talents that he's picked on the offensive side of the ball. He's he's not he's not hit a lot. Who's the offensive guys that he's taken? Nikhil Harry. He hasn't done nothing. I think Nikhil Harry is going to be all right. I don't. I I think if he was going, I'll give him one year, one more year, because this will be his third year coming in. Uh, But really, doesn't do nothing. You take his rookie year. I throw rookie years out for wide receivers in most instances because it's hard. Most College programs, you don't have to learn. You don't have. You to don't know have it. a big route trip. Yeah, 
So most rookie receivers I throw out. I try to stay away from them in drafts, but like Justin Jefferson and CeeDee Lamb were exceptions to right. the rules you this know, year. I mean, you get some guy, you know, just like Odell with his, rook, you right. know, his and, rookie season. And Moss Calvin came Johnson, in and Moss, tore up. Right. Like, you know, Moss, Moss really, all he did, you know, run and, go and, and DK Metcalf his first year. You know, that's all they, you know, really did. Right. So there's some exceptions to the rules, but for the most part, I throw most rookie receiver right. seasons out. And then this year, for Harry, you're sitting there with Newton, who's not known as a great passer. Mm-hmm. You know, say what you will. And the offense was in complete disarray all year. But okay. I think, I think Harry's probably a pretty good receiver. Uh, he drafted Hernandez in the, Second? Was it second? Uh, no, first Third? round. First round. Did you take Hernandez in the first? Oh, you mean Aaron Hernandez? Yes. No, he was a, he was a late second rounder. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Nikhil Harry. He and, was a uh, first round pick. Right. Harry. But Hernandez was a late second, and what he done, or what he went to jail for? I don't, I don't know. I haven't done research. I didn't. Okay. What he was convicted of. What he was convicted of is a horrible, horrible thing. But Aaron Hernandez can play some fucking football. Yes, he could. Yes, he could. He was a very great athlete. Yeah, and then he turns around and takes Gronk. Right. You know, and that was a Belichick decision. Gronk was, Gronk was probably pick, I think. Second or third I think he went pick. right after Hernandez. I think he drafted Hernandez second and then I, Gronk in the third. It might have been third round. One of the two were third round. I think they it, were in the I same think draft it might have been vice versa. I think it was Gronk first Maybe. and then Hernandez second. I can't remember. I think. But they were in the same draft class. Right, yeah. And Belichick goes, you know what? I'm going to take two tight ends because they're the two best guys I got on the board. Like, and, you know, and – and they contrasted well because they were both different type of tight ends. Yeah, they were perfect. You know, I mean, Gronk was more your all-around tight and, end, and, you know, Hernandez was really just a, a big wide receiver. Right, but let's swing it back around to what we were originally talking about uh, with Belichick's GM ability. The thing I love the most about him is most of the time he's really ridiculed for cutting guys go and, oh, oh, he's still got four years left. And then you turn around and he might have had one. Well, I mean, what about Chandler Jones? He let Chandler Jones go way too early. Yeah, but. <clears throat> but it, he didn't want to pay. How many, yeah, how many cap hits can you take? Right, like, right. I get that. I get that. I mean, they were right on uh, uh, who was the one that got traded to Cleveland. Uh, uh, he was back with. Jamie Collins? Pick, yeah, Collins. Jamie yeah. Collins. You know, Collins came in, you know, to Cleveland that first year, and he did well, and then we resigned him to a big contract, yeah. and he didn't do so well. Yeah, I mean, it's usually he'll let you go a year early as opposed to sign you to three years too late. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so, my Cleveland Brownies advanced to the playoffs for the first time in 17 years. But, but, the Browns head coach, starting left yep. guard Joe Joel T- Batonio, um, wide receiver Kaderu Hodge, and two other coaches are um, have tested positive for the COVID virus, and yep. they will not be at the game. Yep. Uh, I hate this, and there's some yeah. drag racing 
arrest. To yeah, come out um, of yeah. Jedrick Wills and Rashard Higgins were cited yeah. for uh, one hundred twenty-four dollar tickets for uh, drag racing. Yeah. So, uh, what does the NFL do about that? I'm not sure what's going to happen with that as well. But anyways, as a Cle- uh, as a lifelong Cleveland Brown fan, I'm going to let you talk a little bit about the Browns and how excited you are. I'm going to go make another drink. All right, go make yourself a drink. Um, yeah, you know. With Cleveland, it's been 17 years, baby. I can remember um, the last time we were in the playoffs, we played uh, Pittsburgh as well. Um, and it was Kelly Holcomb as our quarterback, and he had a phenomenal, phenomenal game. But, of course, we uh, lost that game, um, and we uh, – I. I believe Tommy Maddox was the quarterback for Pittsburgh at the time. Bill Caller was the head coach. Uh, but, yeah, we lost that game. And and this week coming up, it's not looking so great. But uh, at least we got the Buckeyes, guys. How about them Buckeyes? I really think we're going to uh, win the national championship on, on that one. Uh, so, you know, just be happy Cleveland's here. Hopefully we can, you know, make some noise. It's a good game. Hopefully it's not a blowout. Um, I, I, it'd be great if Cleveland could pull out a win. I just, I'm just not super confident. So, uh, all right, back to you, uh, Juice. Uh, let's move on there, buddy. We need more ice. <laughs> um, all right, what's next, Deuce? Alabama, all right, so we're going to start highlighting the uh, national championship right here real quick. All right, let's talk about it. Alabama beat Notre Dame to return to uh, the national championship after uh, not making it last year. Um, oh, no, the sky yeah, is falling. Alabama sky didn't falling. make it. Um, and Ohio State upsets Cleveland, or Clemson, yeah. I'm sorry, to advance to the national championship. Ohio State is a... Eight point underdog for the championship, um, and I just want to say this because there's been uh, uh, speculation about COVID in Ohio State, and that Ohio State's pulling this COVID shit because of Justin Fields. Um, college football playoff committee has came out and said that the championship will be played on schedule. Ohio State said that they're ready to go, uh, so. Th- for anybody who's thinking that Ohio State's trying to dodge Alabama, you got you're definitely quite uh, wrong on this thing. Uh, we're not trying to dodge anybody. We're not trying to wait till Justin Fields healthy. Justin Fields ready to go. Everybody else is ready to go. Um, we're ready to play. So uh, the game's going to be played on schedule as as of right now. So what you want? You want my thoughts? You're sure. Let's see. You want my thoughts on COVID, or you want my thoughts on the game? Well, let's let's hear your. Well, we can get into your. This is that was my thoughts on everything. That's what was reported. I'm just reporting the facts. Right. Um, okay. So, so. So give me your thoughts on the COVID, and then I want I want to I don't go think, right into the one for the money, and you can give me your thoughts on the game. Then I don't think Ohio State's dodging nobody. I don't, especially coming off the game Fields just had. They ain't dodging nobody. I mean, you could put an NFL team across from them, and I don't think they'd be dodging because they've – I mean, the game field just come off of on Clemson. It was – I mean, he had just as many damn touchdowns as he did in completions. Like – Yeah. It, yeah. It, I said before 
I didn't think that they would beat Clemson, but the they had I said that they had a chance because they had Justin Fields, and uh, if Justin Fields showed up like Superman, I thought that they had a chance to win that game. And Justin Fields showed up and played like Superman. Yes, he did. Um, the whole team played well, though. They did. The and defense played well. The running game was going. Trey Sermon, he's been a blessing. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad we got him in a transfer portal. And I think it, it. I hate to bring it up because I'm not trying to take anything away from Ohio State's performance. Um, the OC for Clemson being not there to call plays, I think it affected them because Clemson's offense looked out of sorts. I'm not going to say that. It didn't look as organized. Um, but your head coach is an offensive guy. Your head coach should know the plays. Your head coach should right. know he, to already and, call plays. And I'm sure he does, but and, you're talking about the guy that has called plays for Trevor since he's been there. Right. I'm not, I'm not taking anything, you know, Clemson's a great team. That's why this win, you know, this this win was a great win for Ohio State. But, yeah, I'm not going to say that Clemson was at full strength, but Ohio State was not at full no, strength. No, no, they wasn't. But I, I, I do believe that that played a factor in it um, because they did. They looked out of sorts. Right. Clemson's offense looked completely out of sorts, and part of it was how well Ohio State's defense was playing. And I think part of it was Trevor don't have the same guy in his ear that he's had. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I think it's he's not playing with not a rhythm. He's not. So I, I, I just, that's just an observation that I had with it. It yeah. just didn't. And even like usually when Trevor gets behind or he gets hit in the mouth, like you can kind of see like a little spark light up or right. whatever. You didn't see that. Yeah. And and part of it could be Trevor knows that he's going to be the number one overall pick. Right, he's and, still human. And wasn't these games, if you if you look back on it, kind of parallel a little bit in the sense that last year when Clemson beat Ohio State, it took Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, to Trevor got smacked big, in the mouth. A big hit. Yeah. Then Ohio State, which they scored two touchdowns, but uh, Fields, you know, took that big hit, and yeah. he was. You know, he was phenomenal afterwards. Yeah. And so and I don't in think that sense it was kind of parallel and but Ohio State not only, you know, I think we still would have won even if even if the offense coordinator would have been there. I think it would have been a closer game. We no, yeah, I do too. Game, I do too. We really dominated. it 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 I say I say an upset, but it really it was uh we dominated the game. No, I I completely agree. I think Ohio State still wins. I think it would have been a lot closer. I think it'd have been a lot more fun to watch if right. If the OC wasn't out. Right. But um, I think I also noticed uh, Clemson didn't look – I haven't watched the Clemson game all year. Yeah. Uh, they didn't look as well on defense as they usually do. I'm sure they did because they didn't have the players they had. I mean, they lost yeah, a lot I of mean, players last season. I mean, Clemson puts – like, it's it's almost like watching – Alabama. Yeah, a, a, a very close version of Alabama yeah. – um, with multiple defensive guys that make the NFL on that side of the ball. And and I did not notice – nobody jumped off the screen to me for Clemson's defense. All right. You want to hear my uh, one for the money? <sighs> Go for it. All right. Well, my one for the money is the national championship game. Um, and I'm taking Ohio State plus the eight points. I believe we're going to cover the spread. Not only do I believe we're going to cover the spread, I believe we're going to win this game. Um, and, uh, the over under is, uh, 75. I'm actually going to take the under. Uh, I think it's going to be a tight game. 
But I t- I'm taking Ohio State. Uh, oh, that one's better. Thirty-eight to thirty-one. Is that is that under? That is under. Thirty-eight, thirty-one. What's the over/under? That's sixty-nine points. What's the yeah, seventy-five? Okay, yeah, it's under. I'm taking thirty-eight, thirty-one, Ohio State. Well, I think you definitely take the under. Um, I think seventy-five set up there kind of high for this game. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that seems high. To me. I know that Ohio State's defense just very, played a very good game, and I and I really think. It, it's the game reps that are, are helping them. They're starting to get more game reps, so they're they're you know they're 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 playing, but they're still fresh. They haven't played as many games as as Alabama, so you know yes, that may be an advantage to Ohio State, and you know they can go ahead and say that all they want, um, but I still think uh, on paper Alabama's probably a more talented team, top to bottom. But I think Ohio State's still going to win. I think we got the better quarterback. I think we, we definitely got some playmakers on defense, um, and I think we can match this team. I think you, you definitely have the. I obviously I believe you have the better quarterback. Right. Um, I believe Alabama has the better weapons. I do. I I'm not going to say that they don't. I believe Ohio State has very good defense, but I think Alabama's is better. I think. Uh, and obviously, there's a bottle of whiskey on this. I think Alabama right. wins this game. Right. I'm trying to talk myself through, trying to figure out if I think Ohio State covers the spread or not. I I think they cut. Not only do they cover the spread, I think they I win know. the game. Yeah, uh, I think you win the game. I have a bottle of whiskey it's... that says Alabama wins the game. All right. All right. Uh, I don't hate this bet. I think I think I think Justin Fields is hot. I think Justin Fields is feeling himself, and I think Justin Fields is dangerous as hell. Yeah. So I think he can, I think he can match a lot of scores, but I think this this turns into which defense can get more stops, and I like Alabama's defense to get a, more stops than I do Ohio State's. I still kind of like the under though. Like, damn, they really think this game's gonna be like forty-eight to fifty-three or what? I mean, like. I could see it going, you know, it's uh, 75 like that. It's 75 for the over under. Uh, and I know, still like, I like said, the under, but I think Alabama gets more stops than Ohio State. So I think Alabama does win it, but I don't hate Ohio State to cover. All right. All right. Um, that's your opinion. Opinions do vary. So we'll just. Ended on well, yeah, that. that's why we do this show. I get yeah. on here to tell everybody the correct information, All and right. you get on here to be a homer. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into two for the money real quick. All and right, we got. I, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now, my two for the money is the same as my one for the money, or my two for the show is the same as my one for the money. Ohio State versus Alabama, Monday night, eight p.m. on ESPN, the national <laughs> championship game. I think it's gonna be. I I hope it's a uh, going to be a great game. I believe it will be a great game. I think it's going to be... Did you take vacation Tuesday? No, I didn't take vacation because it's, it's an 8 o'clock game. It, it'll be over by 11. I don't go until 7, so I'm uh, I'm going in that day. Win or lose. Fine. Uh, yeah, I don't hate this game. My game of the week, or my what are we calling this? Two for the show? Yeah, you're two for the show. Your game of the week. My beard is like tangled up like a <laughs> right now. Uh, 
So my two for the show, I kind of I got two parts on this. Okay. So we don't know if golf's going to play. Yeah. Uh, if golf does play, I think the best game this week in the, at the NFL level in the super wild card for the NFL is uh, the Rams at Seattle. Okay. I think that is the best game if golf plays. Uh, who you pick to win the game? Taking the Rams. You're taking the Rams. Either All way. Right. I'm taking the Rams either way. Okay. All right. But I think if golf plays, that's the best game to watch. Okay. No. What, um, if what golf your... does not play, I think the best game is Indianapolis Buffalo. I like the Indianapolis Buffalo game. Uh, it's. Uh, I like a lot about that game. I, um, I do too, because you're going to see a, a really great defense go against a really great offense. Yeah, uh, and you're also going to watch uh, Frank Wright's kind of figured out. Hey, I might need to hand the damn ball off more and, than I'm throwing. Yeah, it. and 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 Jonathan Taylor, he's been a. Beast. I think he's a stud. He is. He's been a, a stud beast. in the making. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that offensive line is. Full of bruisers and oh bruise. yeah, you got the best guard in the NFL, oh, Quentin Nelson. Uh, absolutely, and they're you know I I think uh, I think Costanzo's out though. I think their left tackle's out, so uh, that might hurt them a little bit. Baby, uh, but that run game looks really good. Buffalo's defense is still a pretty good defense. All right, so I'm I'm glad you brought up these. Uh, game because we're going to go right into it we're going to do our playoff preview real quick Let's uh, do it. what we're going to do here i'm going to give you the games and i'm going to give you uh the betting lines the over under uh and, and the spread uh and we're going to go through and we're going to pick who we what okay. we think on each uh, game so first off we got um indianapolis at buffalo uh buffalo is a six and a half point favorite and uh, the over-under is 51. I like uh, the under, and okay. I like Indianapolis to cover. All right. I think Indianapolis tries to slow this game down. I think they try to keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hand with Jonathan Taylor with that offensive line and the run game. I think it, I think this is probably a – wait, what was the over-under? It was a 51. Fifty-one. I yeah. think I think you're looking at like a a twenty-four twenty style game. Okay, that gives you forty-four. All right. Um, um, I still like Buffalo to win this game, but I like Indianapolis to cover, and I like the under. Okay, I I kind of disagree. Okay. Yeah, I I actually do disagree. I think Buffalo's uh, gonna cover or gonna win and cover the spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think it will be over. I think Buffalo, their offense is churning right now. Man, they're hot, son. Uh, Josh Allen is – He can't do no wrong. You know, I remember uh, a Ravens team a while back when their quarterback, uh, Joe Flacco, got hot. What yeah. happened? It, you know, propelled him to the Super Bowl. That's all it takes is yeah. great quarterback play. And uh, right now, there's nobody playing hotter than Josh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen cannot do no wrong so, right now. I'm, I'm taking the over and – Buffalo, I I just I strongly feel I'm, okay. Buffalo's a strong team. I see your reason. Write it, behind write it and, down on your little sheet there. Okay, we'll okay. review it next week. Write it down. All right. Okay. I like it. I took let me Andy to cover. All right. Let me uh, get it. Let's see. All right. Okay. All right. Let's we'll, go on to our next one. Right, uh, uh, the Rams. 
at Seattle. Uh, the Rams are three and a half point underdog. The over under on that is 42 and a half. I like. Well, I just picked the Rams to win. Right. So obviously, I like the Rams cover. I'm trying to figure out the over under. My advice on the over under would be to stay the hell away from it. Yeah. Because uh, uh, that's real close. But if I, have, if I have to bet it, give me the over. I'm, yeah, I'm taking the over on that one as well. Uh, uh, and I'm actually taking Seattle to win it. Uh, I think they'll cover the spread, though. Oh, as okay. well. Three and a half points. I think they'll win. I think, right touchdown. Like I said, if golf doesn't play, I think this could change a lot of stuff. I just really like Aaron Donald and the way the Rams defense is playing. And I and I I don't care for the way Seattle's ended this second half of the season. Okay. I don't like the way they're going into yeah, this. Their defense has gotten well, Russell, better though. Russell Wilson was my MVP. Right. And for, he's kind of downtrended toward the end of the season. Yeah, he's going. I agree, he's but, downtrending. Chris Carson has not really got it going. Oh, uh, but their defense is getting better, and you know Jamal Adams is playing I, great. Uh, like, I got faith in Russell Wilson. I got faith in Pete Carroll. I, I, I know their offense is sputtering right now, but they have been winning. Um, and their defense is playing better. If their defense is playing better. All it takes is for Russell to get hot at the right yeah, time. Yeah, it does. Um, I think it's a scary bet. This I'll, team could be right there in, in the Super Bowl. I would know? not bet on this game. Okay. If, like, you know, like, if sports gambling was legal in the state of Kentucky, where we are, I would not gamble on this game. All right. Um, but I do think L.A. wins this. Right here was my uh, – other choice I had for one for the money, uh, Tampa Bay, who is an eight-point favorite at Washington, um, and the over/under is forty-five. Uh, I think uh, Washington covers the spread on this. I I think Tampa Bay is going to win, but I think Washington co- their defense is just too good. I think they're going to get after it. It would surprise me to see Washington win, um, but I think Tampa Bay does win. But on the over/under, I'm it's 45. I'm taking the under on it. I think it's going to be a closer game than that. And I think it'll be like a 2017 game, 2014, 2013, something like that. Have we got word on Mike Evans yet? Mike Evans is out for the season. I figured. Non-contact, the way it looked. I figured. Right. I just wanted to make sure before right. I opened my mouth. Um, yeah. um, like It's eight and a half. And that just eight. Or just eight. Just eight. Okay, I like that a lot better than I have. Uh, Washington, yeah, Washington's eight-point underdog. And, I still and, think And Tampa it's at Bay. Washington. I think Tampa Bay's going to win, but I think it's going to be yeah. a closer game than that. I think Tampa Bay wins, but I think Washington covers. Okay. Uh, what about the over-under? 40, what? 45. So, basically, a 23-22 game. I mean, that's what you would Yeah, get. give me the under. I agree with you. All right. 
Okay. Uh, and you pick. And I I would feel pretty confident in those. This is the absolute worst matchup Tampa Bay could have got. Yeah. I think between defensively, because they Sweat, got one of the best defensive fronts yeah. in all yeah, of Yeah, between NFL. Sweat, Young. Young. Uh, uh, Adam Carriker, uh, Payne. Uh, yeah. Uh, they got another defensive uh, tackle from. Uh, yeah, don't make no mistakes about Washington's Alabama. record. Washington can get after the quarterback. Yeah, they and got Tom Brady's a statue. They have a uh, a I lot still of think a lot invested in their their defensive line. Yeah, Antonio Brown and um, Chris Godwin have played very well here recently. That's why I'm picking Tampa Bay to win. All right, but yeah, I think it'd be closer than than what Vegas thinks. Okay, uh, well, let's move on to. Uh, Baltimore at Tennessee. Baltimore is a three and a half point favorite. The over under is fifty four and a half. Um, what do you got for that one? Hold on, man. Tell me what you got. I got to pull up my paper. All right. Uh, I'll tell you. I think uh, I like uh, the uh, over right. on this, and I like Tennessee or I like Baltimore to cover. Uh, Tennessee's defense has been lousy. Um, Baltimore's run defense is actually pretty good, so I think they're going to be able to stop Derrick Henry to an extent uh, and make uh, Ryan Tannehill throw the ball. So I think uh, Baltimore covers with the three-and-a-half points, and and I think it's going to be a blowout. I like the over, and I like Baltimore to win. Okay. I'm with you. Uh I had to look at my, I had to All unfold right. my little sheet and make sure that that's what I did. But yeah, I, I do. I like the over. I like, and Tennessee's who put Baltimore out last year. I think Baltimore comes in with a, a vengeance mindset. Yeah. All I right. like the way Baltimore's playing a lot better than I like the way Tennessee's playing. Now we got a uh, 10 point underdog Chicago at uh 10 point favorite. New Orleans. The over-under is uh, 47 on that. How you liking this? All right, let's talk about it. I like the under, and I like Chicago to win this damn game. All right. You like the under, and you like Chicago to win the game. I like Chicago's defense. I like – I love the way David Montgomery's running the ball. Okay. All right. And they are pounding that rock. Mitchell Trubisky's hit and miss. He had a – son, if Trubisky until gets last hot, week. He yeah, if he gets he was hot up until this last week, right? And he uh, yeah, if he gets hot at the right time, yeah, that's what we've talked about with all these teams. If right, the quarterback gets hot, they could go farther. Right, um, but I love the way Montgomery's running the ball. I yeah. like the, I like the way New Orleans. I like New Orleans defense. Don't take it you know the wrong way, but Alvin Kamara is not playing. He's tested positive for Corona. Your other running backs will be back though, right? Um, but what the hell ever. Yeah. Uh, Drew Brees is playing decent. Uh, Drew Brees, he's on his. He's on the he's downside. He's on his way out. Out. He's yeah. on his way out. I I think this is definitely should be his last. I'm year. sorry, I'm not impressed with Michael Thomas this year. Yeah, yeah, he's been injured, but he's still. Yeah, he you know, he's still one of the played, best wide receivers. When he's played, I'm. Uh, I ain't impressed with Slant Boy. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Okay. Like that's that's the way I think about him. I think he runs an amazing slant. I think he's a really good red zone threat. I don't think he can hold 
Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, even fucking Mike Evans, I don't think he can hold their jock strap. All right. All right. Uh well I'm picking uh New Orleans to win, but and I'm picking the over actually. Uh but I think Chicago does cover the spread as well. Oh, a 10-point spread? That is fucking a, insane the way these ten, two teams are playing. Point. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot closer than that. Uh, I mean, yeah. and I think most of this spread, think about it, is the fact that Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers went up and down the field on their ass. Right, like, right. I think I'm sorry, that's it. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. That's that's the MVP. Yeah. Um, And that offense is hotter to two dollar pistol yeah. at this point like yeah and they also got break. the best wide receiver in the game right yeah. now Devontae yeah. Adams. so yeah all right well let's move on to the uh final game of sunday night uh cleveland wh- who is a uh, six-point underdog at pittsburgh and the over-under is uh 47 and a half listen well, i love you i love cleveland and the way they played this whole story I love the dog pound. I give me Pittsburgh. Okay, and I think they cover uh, this. When you play callers out, and yeah, you've got some suspect stuff going on with some of his play calling this year. Yeah, he's still the best play caller y'all have had in years. Yeah, he has. Um, he has he's been. probably my coach of the year. Um, um, I I don't like anything that's coming out of Cleveland right now. Pittsburgh kind of, I mean Pittsburgh played them with a two point game. Yeah, with, with their, their backups. backups, I agree. Uh, one one glaring thing I look at with this Cleveland team is that they're uh they're the only playoff team with a uh a, a minus in the point differential. Uh, and that that really bothers me. Uh. You don't see playoff teams with the minus point differential. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, with the with the things going on with yeah, that's all that scares being me. out, J- Joel Batonio being out. Um, I don't like our chances. And there's just more and more news coming out every single yeah. day about Cleveland. Yeah, like, and the facility still shut down. They may even postpone the game. Yeah, I'm, this I'm is not, not a sure. good setup going into a playoff game. Right. Like, uh, so I'm taking, I'm also taking Cleveland to cover the point spread. I wouldn't. But I didn't take Cleveland to cover. I mean, I'm sorry. Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm also okay. taking okay. Pittsburgh to cover the six points. And I'm taking the over on it, 47 and a half. I think it's going to be actually a, a higher scoring game. What did I take? You didn't pick. Give me the under. The under. Okay. I don't really like the way Pittsburgh's offense is playing, but I do love the fact that Pittsburgh set their guys because I think you had to. You had to take a bye week four that you didn't even know was a bye until like Friday. Yeah. So I think you had to sit most of your guys, especially your older veteran guys. So I think you had to do that, but right. I really don't like that going into a playoff game. So. Okay. All right. Well, we're we're gonna move on real quick. We're uh we're not gonna do list it this week. Uh, we're running a little sh- short on time. Uh, so we're gonna wait. And we'll save it until next, uh, next week. We'll give you guys a little hint. It's gonna be the uh, uh 
the season awards for the NFL. We're going to give you our MVP through comeback player of the year, coach of the year, all that good stuff. Uh, so make sure you tune in next week for that. Absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, we're at the end of the show now uh, where we're uh, going to be raising our glasses up and taking a toast. Uh, you got anybody you want to toast? Juice? Uh, honestly, let me toast Roger Goodell. Okay. Uh, in the middle of a worldwide pandemic where the only way you've been able to do anything is if you go into a bubble. Roger Goodell navigated a full NFL season without having to cancel without anything. Without having to cancel anything. We've had to postpone some. Yeah, but we ain't had to cancel nothing. We've had to move some buys. We've had to do all this stuff, but he's went and they have not bubbled and we've had a full NFL season. It hasn't been pretty every game, no, but, but we've it's been played. Yeah, we've done it. We've made it through. So let me toast Roger Goodell. I All appreciate right. that. Um, and really, college football did it too. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, you know, some started later than others and whatnot, but college football made it through. And let's toast 2021 and hope to God it's better than 2020. Yeah, this is our first show of 2021, actually. Yep. Uh, so definitely let's toast that. Uh, as always, we're... We want to toast our listeners and all our military, medical, emergency personnel. Absolutely. Um, and a little, a little sad news in the sports world. Uh, rest in peace, Hall of Fame, Suns icon, um, Paul Westfall. He uh, dies at the early age of 70. Um, I don't know if you remember him, but he was the head coach whenever the Suns uh, went lost in the finals to the Bulls with uh, Charles Barkley. It was a little uh, before your time in 93. Uh, That's the year I was born. But he was a head coach, a long-time assistant in the M NBA. He was he was a Phoenix Suns uh, icon. Oh, rest so, in uh, peace, absolutely. Rest in peace. Uh, and uh, let's get our glasses up and uh, toast everybody. Let's pour a little bit more. Thank you, everybody. Man, I'm sorry that Southern Comfort's good, but has anybody told you you're beautiful? Because you might be the best looking thing I've seen all day. And we are out. <laughs>